Morning, Buzz. Yeah, good morning, gentlemen. Breaking news, Clarky. What's happened? Um, the Sharks have got their best player back and now they're a different no, team, or what is it? No, you're going on and on about the basketball, mate. People want to talk rugby league. Oh, mate, yeah, but they don't want to listen to you. They don't want to listen to you. We just gave them five extra minutes without hearing your voice. Do you want me to pull the ratings out, the little spike we get I at want you, I want hey. you to talk to me about the Sharks. I backed him this year. I like him this year, but, geez, they weren't great, were they? No, they weren't great, but uh, mind you, South were terrific. And uh, I was going to talk about Lachlan Ilias, their halfback, a a bit later, but let's get down to the way now. Mm. What a terrific game he had um, for the Rabbitohs. And there has been a debate for the last 18 months about whether South did the right thing, letting Adam Reynolds go and um, for this young halfback and, but while Reynolds is still playing strong at uh, the Broncos, you get a much better understanding of why South made that decision. And he's not that right side that he was directing. They scored four tries there on the Sharks, and he was he was just sensational. He really was. But apart from him, he's such a competitor. And I'll take you back to when Ronaldo Molitor was going to score the first try for the Sharks. He was racing down that left wing. He was a dollar oh one to put the ball down. But Lachlan Elias came from nowhere and just punched the ball out. And it was just one of those plays that turns a game. Two minutes later, he scores individual try himself. And it was a 12-point turnaround. And I'm telling you, this kid is going to be a very, very good halfback. He's growing in confidence. He's got... Cody, Latrell, Cameron Murray, Cookie around him. It'd be very hard to come into a footy team like South with those big names. You agree, Lance? I, I, I thought he was outstanding. Yeah, no, I thought he was terrific, Buzz, and you make a really good point. It was always going to take him um, some time to feel comfortable in that setup because you've got so many big personalities in that team. So he's just sort of finding his way. Now he can start to own the team a little bit more. Uh, and he, I, I thought he was uh, tremendous on, on Saturday night, and he's a good defender. He's got a solid kicking game. The other thing that impressed me about South was, um, yeah, their ability to go away from the left edge mm. because that's been yes. their strongest asset over the last couple of years is to play down that left side of the field, and teams were starting to work them out a little bit, uh, in particular when big dames, games rolled around. But if they can keep working on that right side, they've got threats all over the park, and... Um, I can understand why plenty of South Sydney supporters are excited this year because they they feel as though they've got the team that can go that one step better. Uh, there are rivals though, Buzz. Look, actually, we won't talk about the arch rivals. Let's start with talking about the Dolphins mm. yes. because game one brilliant. of their existence in the NRL, they were absolutely brilliant. They were outstanding, guys, and they turned up far more aggressive, far hungrier than the Roosters and... Their defence was so strong and the errors they were forcing, it gave the Roosters only 37% of the territory. Now, that, that's quite a remarkable difference in a game of rugby league. Um, I, I'm sitting here, uh, this time last week, we had valuations in the Daily Telegraph for the rosters. And we had the Roosters, on paper, worth $4 million more than the Dolphins. But rugby league games are not decided on paper. 
That police Kafusi's defence yesterday was as punishing as I've seen for a long, long time. I'll tell you something about police Kafusi. I've never, ever been a huge fan because over the years he's had far too many cheap shots in his game and has done some things I don't like. But I'll tell you what, his game yesterday, he just kept bending Roosters players in half. He was outstanding. He deserved the the Arthur Beetson medal. I put Jeremy Marshall King at hooker, round one. Give him three points, though, in the first round to buy of the year because he, he was just terrific. And I think Sean O'Sullivan, who has always filled in really well for young Cleary at Penrith over the years, he's now got his own football team to in charge of, and I thought he was terrific the way he stood him around the park, kicked, directed, and there was nothing fluky about that Dolphin side. They were easily the best team. I spoke to the guys at the TAB last night. They're in from $81 to $51 to win the comp. That won't be happening, but it's an interesting fluctuation. The top four, they're in from $7 to $4. And the Wooden Spoon, interestingly, they were $2 favourites, almost losses, and they're now out to $4. So... It's it's just a huge thing for Redcliffe, for the NRL, for Wayne Bennett and for a group of 17 players who turned up yesterday and put on a great show. What about the Roosters, Buzz? What does it say about uh, where they're at? I know it's only the first game and they've got a phenomenal squad, but as Loz mentioned, it, it, it's not their first poor poor performance. No, uh, Clarky, they went to this game at a dollar eleven favourites, yeah. and as I said on paper, they should have won and won clearly, and their rates were only sixty three percent. They hadn't no Hargreaves, no Manu, but at the end of the day, really no excuses. And well, it's interesting you and everyone else said, "Oh, it's only round one," but you know, when you get towards the end of the season, the back end. And this happened to the Roosters last year. They had to win eight from nine or seven from nine to make the top four. That's when these losses become really, really costly. The games you are supposed to win are required wins to be there at the business end of the season. And they're a great football club and they've got the Warriors this week who are vastly improved, but Look, I think they've got a lot of problems. For starters, they've got Matt Lodge um, facing surgery on a fracture in his face. Um, I hope, Hopefully they'll get Joey Manu back this week um, and Hargreaves, but um, they've got a lot of work to do, the Roosters. It's very unlike them not turning up for a game of football, and uh, they, they were out in spoos yesterday by a hungrier outfit. Yeah, I totally agree with that, Buzz. It's well, it is a little bit of a concern I've have with the Roosters. I've got them winning the comp, and I'm not going to change after one, one week. Game, yeah. But that, that that game in the semi final last year where they lost their way that was a un Roosters like performance under Trent Robinson, and yesterday was the same. So their last two games, meaningful games for me. They just haven't been the roosters that we've come to expect. Mm. So, ah. so, so when you drill down on that, that's where I'm thinking, oh, geez, well, where, where are this roosters club at? But you, Laurie, put Lodge, Radley, Collins, Brandon Smith. They're, they're 
they're huge names and tough players. And I, I couldn't believe the way they were destroyed by Red. There was, you know, they, they, they weren't just beaten on the scoreboard. They were beaten for aggression. Fusi, do you agree? What a, what a game he had. Oh, he's, he was outstanding. Oh, I've never seen the Roosters make as many mistakes. You know, they nah. just kept turning the ball over. And even guys like James Tedesco, who I love, just made that poor error playing the ball. Uh, they're out and they just looked out on their feet, out enthused. And is it just, is it, but is that not a great example? Like you're talking about superstar players making mm. errors. To me, that's yeah, you just game time. Like you just yeah. give them three weeks and see if they're, and, and the Roosters are probably a team that can afford a slow start, can't they? Oh, well, as I said last yeah. year, they couldn't park here. Yeah. They, they didn't make the fall because they lost games early on. Are they a better the team this year than last year, year, though, Buzz? Yeah, I think they should be, yeah. but we'll find out in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. What I noticed yesterday, and it's a really, really old saying, a champion team will always be the team of champions, and that's what we saw yesterday. Well, it looked like the Roosters have just put a team together. Mm. And the Dolphins yes. had been around for 10 years. That's what it looked like in their performance. Now, one game. Dolph- uh, Let's go, if gonna... this game is in round six, yeah. don't tell me the Dolphins are beating the Roosters. I don't think oh, they will be. Champion Clark. team versus this that superstar. No. Roosters are flogging them in round yeah, six. Yeah, no, I agree so with that's that. why I'm probably just cutting them some slack going, okay, they're, hmm. I know you can't take any game for granted. I'm taking nothing away from the Dolphins. Hmm. They deserve so much credit, yeah. and I'm really happy for them. But I just think the Roosters, yeah, maybe it is. Just that, that mental space where you just go, you know what? We're going to get into the season. Rather than a team like, to me, the Tigers, hmm. yesterday needed to feel like a grand final. Yeah, but the other one was the Roosters were talking about how they wanted to start the season fast. Because yeah, their, okay. their, their previous seasons, they've started, started slow. slow. yeah, yeah okay. And coming off the back of that semi-final performance, hmm. I, I was expecting the Roosters to be at, a not, lot, not at a their lot, best, but a lot, lot better. A lot better. Is, is, what's their, lot what's better. their coach saying today? Is he steaming? Well, I'd say he would be. Yeah, okay. All right. I, I, I reckon he would be. I, I, I think he'd right. definitely be going, well, we prepared really well for this game what's and happened? something happened. Yeah, okay. Okay. Interesting to watch them next week be the Warriors mm. and the West Tigers, Clarky. Yeah, we were. Uh, it didn't uh, didn't make my Sunday enjoyable. Put it that way. Buzz? Hey, uh, Loz, you'll know better than this, but I cannot believe they didn't start Appy Coruscant. Mm. And I know a lot of coaches for their little hookers and creative players um, wait for the sting to be out of the game before they bring them onto the park. But I could not believe their gun signing, their new skipper. Don't know if it was Tim Sheens or Benji Marshall's decision, but I think it was a major, major blunder not having him out there for the full game. Yeah, I think it's a weird one as well. Oh, yeah. I, I think that we all agree that, it, that it's weird. I, I will say this. The, the coach has got a better handle on how the players are travelling in terms of their fitness leading up to the game. Now, Tim's saying that he wasn't fit. So I'm going to take him on face value. Personally, I think I would have started Appy. He's the captain. They've announced him as the big signing. Had to start, start him, Laurie. Had to start him. Start him and away you go. Um, but, yeah, I think everyone was shocked when you see Appy Coruscant on the bench. Um, but I thought the young player that uh, started early, Jake Simpkin, was pretty good. But he's not. Like, yeah, but, yeah, but he's, not, he's not. Your, he's not your captain. No, he's that's not exactly an origin right. hooker. He. Uh, uh, I, I really thought that was a mistake, and 
look, again, it's round one, and it would be silly. This game they got next weekend against uh, the Knights is huge. Mm. Huge for a couple of reasons, because Jackson, Jackson Hastings is coming home to Leichhardt Oval to play against them, and um, they preferred Brooks to Hastings. Um, the Knights desperately wanted Brooks. I thought he was probably a 6.5 yesterday out of 10 against the Titans. And they've also got Dave Clemmer, West Tigers front row against the club he left. So much, much yeah. interest in that I, game next weekend. I'll I, I tell you what I did love over the weekend, Buzz. I love the fact that we got really good crowds. And in particular, the Leichhardt Oval and Brookvale Oval, just to see the hills awesome. packed. Shark Park. Shark, too, Shark Park. Yeah, I, 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 I love that. So good. But it was good to see footy back and people turn up. Mm. What yeah. it showed me is the government have got to start spending money on these suburban venues. It's where people want to watch their rugby league. It's great to have Arliance and a billion dollars and Acor, but there is nothing like suburban ground rugby league. What did you make of these coaches talking about, you know, the independent doctor after the games, Buzz? Yeah, um, really interesting. I've written about it today. I'm on the NRL side. Um, I'd rather see them be safe than sorry in dragging players off the football field. I'd rather doctors make a mistake in getting a player off rather than make a mistake in leaving them out there. I think the coaches and Callum Ponger's reaction were a typical of a problem we have having the game that we have to change that sort of mentality. You guys, I heard you earlier arguing about the independent doctor and it should be left to the club doctor. Laurie, you've been on the sideline for a rugby league game in the past mm. and club doctors are so busy doing stitches, organising with physios, treatments for players. They might have two or three off at one time. They often miss the collision. They don't get a chance. And that's why a really experienced doctor is in the bunker to adjudicate, not on whether the player is taken out of the game, but whether the player requires a HIA. And I support that a thousand percent, as I've written today. If this had been around in the old days, this and it wasn't around in any sport, I wouldn't have visited so many ex-players who are really struggling in nursing homes in recent years. Yeah. I agree, however, with what you said about the consistency and some players are being allowed to stay on the field where others aren't. But, Laurie, everything in rugby league's inconsistent. Yes, or forward passes. Some were forward, some weren't. Different games, different venues. It's something we're just going to have to accept, in my opinion. Yeah, we, we need to get it right because I, I agree with you, Buzz, in terms of uh, looking after the player because we know for so long players have tried to... You know, lie their way through a game and say that they're not concussed or you know had any symptoms where they have, and we need to protect the player from themselves. Uh, and again, the independent doctor is good. Me personally, I think they they need to be at the ground rather than being in a bunker. But Adam and yourself have explained that they've got more angles to look at. But yeah, I, exactly. I, you know, yeah. I, but I, I still think it for me personally that that doctor at the ground having a look uh, could get. A, a, a better better look, and they, they had the screens and that there. I think in the past, didn't they? Didn't they used to have the little bunker set up there on the on the ground? But anyway, I, I'd like to see that. But I'd also want to see uh, 
well, I don't want to see it, but if it happens, the consistency of the independent bunker looking at players. When we see two blokes clash heads, you can't have one come off and one stay on the field, I don't think. No, and and I've mentioned this before, Laurie, with the athlete getting so bigger, stronger, faster, the collisions are going to get greater. Mm. And in 20 years' time, we need to be so on top of getting players off the park. Agree. When they've had a bump, yeah. and um, and I can understand what happened with Ponga. He was sick last year after three or four games, and um, if he's if he takes a, a heavy knock and he's on the ground, he's got to come off, and it, it just doesn't matter what. The, as I wrote this morning, the, the independent does, doctor doesn't look at the scoreboard or the clock. He, he doesn't look at the player's name. He just gets them off, whoever it is. It's just great to have it back, Buzz. Have a great week. Yeah, you too, guys. Cheers.